The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Well, hello, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about New Year's Eve Eve, <laughs> Kedgery, and also favourite albums of all time. If you'd like that, I hope you do, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more chat, that's a given, and some great songs thrown in just because we, we want to. I'm not going to lie, the trousers are quite tight. <laughs> it always happens, doesn't it, Bush? Hello, Bush, by the way. Hello, Mel. Happy New Year's Eve Happy New Year's Eve Eve. You look bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. See what you've done there. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> However, I know I probably don't. I think I've eaten too much and I feel a bit kind of pasty, oh. if anything. Did you overdo it over Christmas? Bush, every time. <laughs> and every time I say I won't... I do. And you do. I'm really annoying because early on in Christmas Day, I'll sort of say, uh, no, 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 thanks. No, I won't have that um, chocolate log. Or, no, 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 thanks. I won't have that marzipan <laughs> fruit. Or no, 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 that's fine. I won't have that cheese straw. And I do that until about three o'clock. And then I don't know what happens. Hell breaks loose. The dam bursts. Yes. I was lying on the sofa, one hand in a box of celebrations and the other hovering over a cheddar cheese. Oh, it's a nice combination though, isn't it? Cheese and chalk. Yes. Did you have a good one, Bush? I did. It was lovely. Thank you very much. Can I just say, how did it go? <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. I how knew it. it I was obsessed. It was all I could think about on Christmas morning. How did it go if you weren't with us uh, this time last week? Bush revealed, bravely, that he wasn't going to give uh, Katie, his fiance a Christmas present of any kind at all, that they'd had some pact yeah. whereby they wouldn't give each other presents. How did it go? Was it bleak? It, no, it wasn't bleak. It was nice. We had a, lo- a lovely other presents from other people. And then I think we're going to go and do something nice together. Look at you shaking your head at me. She's livid. Livid. You reckon she's livid? She's absolutely livid. This doesn't bode well. She thought that she'd called your bluff and that actually you would come out with some sort of incredible tiara from Tiffany on Christmas morning, but you didn't. Can I just say, right, why don't girls just say what they mean for once? Why can't... Can I send a message out? Just say what you mean. Get it out there. What you mean, she she was saying, no, 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 you mustn't, you mustn't, you mustn't. And that means in girl speak... Well, I think that she has every right to do that. I know, but why speaking codes? Why speaking codes all the time? Let's just let's just start. 2018 was not far away. Let's have a year of just saying it like it is. All right. No, that, maybe that's what we should do for let's our do New it. Year's resolution. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, Bush, um, so it's New Year's Eve Eve. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but I love uh, to let off fireworks. I'm obsessed. Do you? The little yeah. pyromaniac. I have got... I'm going to say a stockpile of quite large fireworks to let off, uh, not tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no, it is tomorrow. New Year's Eve is tomorrow. It is, it is, it is. God, oh, man, I've got to get myself sorted out. Well, you're like Leatherhead's knockabout fun, Kim Jong-un, with all your little stockpile going on. Thank you very, very much for that. If you ever need it on a poster, I'm more than willing for you to use the phrase. Thank you very, very much for that, indeed. Um, now, listen, do you know anything, because I'm a bit random... I'm a bit like kid in a sweet shop. Mm-hmm. I always light them with a cigar because <laughs> you have to get you get a really good old Havana on the go with a good old glow. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and then it just stays for ages. 
I've never heard of that before in my entire life. I don't know if it fully um, is in alignment with the, with the <laughs> firework code, but that's the way I that's the way I roll. That's what we do in Lithuania slash Leatherhead. Wow, this is literally like the opening ten minutes of Casualty, the TV program, when you're trying to work out who's going to the accident. So, what you go out in the back garden in the night yeah. with a lit cigar and try and light fireworks. Yeah, it. I mean, I'll have a torch, obviously. <laughs> But in the right hand is a Havana, gently. <laughs> and it's a lovely smell as well. I bet. And you get a little bit of a puff of it, which reminds me of the, the old smoking days. Yeah. So anyway, that's how I let the fireworks off. Do you know anything about... I mean, I've let off quite a few fireworks in my time. Any idea of how you coordinate the display, i.e. the Catherine wheel goes first, the popper goes next, the doodah goes... Have a little think, will you? Yeah. Because I'm a bit random. And though you are it's so weird, I've wondered how they do that as well. I think I might have an idea, though. Good. I've got the canister. Woo-hoo! Woo! Gung, 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 gung. Are you going to do any... Um, make any yes. cocktails at your New Year's Eve party using a shaker like we have for the canister, Mel? I might do a bit. Oh, that's a good idea. It'd be good, wouldn't it? It's a little burp. I like it. I like a peach bellini. Do you? What do you like? What's the one with the coffee bean that floats in the top of it? Oh, espresso martini. Yes. I've never had one of those. They're, Are they're really good. Nice. Yeah. But will they keep me awake, though? That's good. That, well, maybe you want to be kept awake. No, the one thing I don't want to do <laughs> is have a bad night's sleep on New Year's Eve. I like to be in bed by midnight. <laughs> uh, now, Bush. This is a question winging its way to you uh, from the good folk at Magic Mansions. Um, if you had to pick one album to listen to for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? That's difficult, isn't it? <sighs> I'm going to go for possibly my favourite album of all time. Yeah, the do- the Dooleys. The Dooleys. <laughs> uh, something by um, the Lighthouse family. No, I'm going to go for Ritual Dollar Habitual by Jane's Addiction. Ooh. A classic, a classic album. Describe. I don't know it. It's like Perry Farrell. It's, he's kind of like it's that kind of uh, L.A. Los Angeles type thing. Is it rather heavy? It's quite heavy. You see, wouldn't that get you down? No, it keep you going. Keep you full of energy and stuff like that. I think. Really? Is there an album that you would never tire of? Uh, the Jesus Christ Superstar cast album of the musical. You love that, don't you? I tell you why. It's got every. So- Maloney gave me an absolutely filthy look. It's got every genre of music. You've got a love song. I yeah. don't know how to love him, which Mary sings. You have deep, deep funk, heaven on their minds. Uh, you have rock in the form of Jesus Christ Superstar, the theme tune. Uh-huh. There's a story. It's a fantastic piece of music. Who off the nativity? Yes. Is in Jesus Christ Superstar. Is King Herod in it? Yeah. Herod's in Herod there. Herod has a song which is brilliant. It's a sort of um, very arch, camp, uh, kind of uh, 1920s flapper song. Kind of get rid of the get rid of the firstborns. Yes. Yeah. So if you are the Christ, Mr. Wonderful Christ, prove to me that you're no fool. Walk across my swimming pool. If oh. you do that for me, then I'll let you go free. Is he quite mean at this, though? Is it a mean singing? Is he even yeah, baddie it's in horrid. it? Oh, yeah, it's horrid. He's a baddie in he's it. He's horrid. Any other people from the Bible? He's Herod. He's horrid. He's Herod. Uh, what about Burning Bush? Burning Bush in there? No, that's Old Testament. Okay. That's a bit too old. No, there's no Old Testament characters. It is basically about the life of Jesus, and it is a classic early 70s sort of iconic piece of music, and I love it. Uh, Right, Ledger of Legends. This is where, gang, every week we love to nominate something which has perhaps been a little bit overlooked. Yeah, and doesn't get the credit it deserves. Um, Right, this is my favourite New Year 
dish. Oh. And I am going to be making it on New Year's Day, not, not New Year's Eve. Not New Year's Eve. New Year's Day morning. I'm salivating already. <laughs> you are, aren't I'm you? I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I absolutely love this. And I know it's a bit like marzipan we had last week. There'll be some people going, ooh, ooh. What kind of meal is ooh. this? Is this a snack or a breakfast? A New Year's Day breakfast? It's a one-word sensation. Wow. Begins with K. Kedgeree. Oh, I love Kedgeree. Oh, Bush. I love Kedgeree. Again, we're so in tune, mate. Now I'm salivating. So, it's got rice, it's got flaked white fish, it's got a bit of curry powder, <laughs> it's got hard-boiled eggs, yeah, and a bit of flat-leaf parsley, because oh, I am middle class, <laughs> cut over the top, salt, pepper. Maloney is Look at that she's face. looking disgusted. It's like when a baby won't have its food. Oh, and, and it's done in butter, and it is the most delicious comfort food. If you've had a massive humdinger of a New Year's Eve, you are going to be loving the kedge. It's like, a, it's like a hug in a woolly jumper. It's like a fishy hug. A fishy hug. There's nothing wrong with a fishy hug. Isn't it? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Bush, I'm so glad you like kedgery. It's also quite 70s, which I love. <laughs> um, please, my friend, uh, create kedgery in ink form. Come on. It is time on this New Year's Eve of Eve's Bush. Red led letter day, letter day. <laughs> it is time on this New Year's Eve of Eve's Bush's Red Letter Day. Bush, what day is it? I know it's the 30th of December, but what day is it? Uh, Mel, it is the 30th of December. It is World Bacon Day. <gasps> I love bacon. Gina, can I just say, before you start, I did the most amazing thing with my sprouts this Christmas. You have to do it. What did you do with your sprouts? You, you cook bacon. You yeah. you snip, snip up the bacon, yeah. hold it to one side. You then smash up loads of leeks, cut them really finely, mm -hmm. in the bacon fat. Then you add in half-cut, that sounds like <laughs> I was, I probably was, half-cut <laughs> Brussels sprouts that you've blanched. Ooh. with a bit of added butter, and then you put the bacon bits in. You've That's got amazing. leeks, you've got butter, you've got bacon. That is a taste sensation of rival kedgery. Can I just, That's a Mary Berry recipe. Is it? And it knocks anything else sprout-related out of the park. Do you eat sprouts at any point during the rest of the year? Or is it I just love Christmas? sprouts. Do you have them normally? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'd but I'd Christmas, that'd be it. I'd always pick up a sack of, uh, a sack of sprouts. Really? Yeah. Well, I, never. I digress. Back to more bacon. Come Three on. facts about bacon. Yeah. It dates back to 1500 BC. <laughs> the Chinese were the first to cook salted they pork are. bellies. They always are. They always are. Chinese, the first there always. every single time. Yeah. 3,000 years ago, they were doing bacon. Uh, fact number two. The word bacon comes from the Germanic root back. And oh. that refers to the back of the pig that supplied the meat. Oh. Is, does bacon always come from the back? Apparently so, I think. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, 100% sure. I don't know. Final fact, Cracking bringing cats. home the bacon goes back centuries. Uh, these days, the phrase obviously refers to making money, but its origins have got nothing to do with income. In the 12th century in England, churches would award a flitch or a side of bacon to any married man who swore before God that he and his wife had not argued for a year and a day. And that was described as bringing home the bacon. That's a really precise and wonderful fact. It's so naked. it's called a flitch. A flitch of bacon. A flitch is like the back of bacon. Apparently. I love that. Bush, I think you've you've topped you've topped it. That the... was your best red letter day of the whole year. Thank you. Just at the very end of 2017 as well. Do you know 
what? I'm really looking forward to 2018, Bush. Me too. I'm a bit of a sort of chirpy optimist at heart, which can be very, very um, grating. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm blooming looking forward to it, mate. No, it's good to be optimistic. I like optimistic people. I think it's going to be good. I think we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Have you made any New Year's resolutions or are you doing any of that kind of stuff or not? Uh, right. Fitness always. Mm-hmm. There'll be some new fad. Last year, of course, we did the cycling. Oh, yeah. Are we going to do that again? Big time. Right, more cycling, mate. Yeah. More cycling is my New Year's revolution. Oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah. You should get yourself a new bike as well. I feel like you owe yourself a new bike. They're expensive, though, aren't they? They are, but when you get a good bike, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like an amazing horse that you can pat and whisper to. Yes, a bike whisperer. Yeah. Have you got a resolution, Bush? I haven't, actually. I haven't. Although I've been thinking about... I do miss the fact that when you get over a certain age, yeah. you don't go and do the New Year's Eve thing. You know, like... I know. You, when, we all used to bundle into Trafalgar Square or yeah. Head Town Centre or wherever you are, yeah. For me in Torquay, it was going around the clock tower in Torquay or getting yeah. dressed up and going to Dartmouth. Oh, was that a big thing, the that dress-up? That was a big thing. Dartmouth dress-up. And then, because you don't do it, I would say over the over the age of 35, you don't do big New mm. Year anymore. It becomes all a bit of inconvenience. Yeah. Bit, and I wish we could go back to that era, really. Do you think once the nippers have upped and offed, that will all come back? I don't think so. I think those days are gone. The days, because also, relationships and stuff now, back in those days, you used to try and see how many people you could kiss. Um, Do you remember that? Kissing people at New Year. Doing a bit of kissing. I've got to say, a couple of years ago, we had an absolute cracker of a New Year. Went round to some friends, which you might think, oh, okay, safe. We stayed up till 8am. Oh, my Lord. Dancing on and under and around the table. Wow. And there was quite a lot of flirting going on. That sounds like one hell of a party. Nothing happened in that untoward, you know, ooh, there's a bowl, what's going in there, way. <laughs> nothing like that, my friends. No, absolutely nothing like that. But we felt, we we drove back at dawn. That is amazing. And I felt, yeah, we've still got it, we can still do this. So you you must have been uh, teleported back to your teenage years when you, you hear the birds in the morning and you're oh, still awake. Oh, so good. The walk of shame. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to reveal to you uh, the outfit that I've got for this New Year's Eve. Oh, yes. I'm turning back time like Sherman. Uh, now, listen up. Yes, Bush, New Year's Eve. So you were just saying this thing about, oh, we've all gone a bit staid, we've all, we'll never recapture those youthful moments of sort of mad, devil-may-care behaviour. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to bring that right back tomorrow night. Right, so you're big time up for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting off fireworks with the old cigar. <laughs> for the cigar. Do you know what I'm going to be dressed as? No, go on. Full on. 70s ABBA, full on. Wow. Yep. Wig, makeup, eyelashes, a full metallic outfit. The only thing I haven't got is the boots, but I will need wellies because I'll be outside doing the fireworks. I've always worried worried about those ABBA boots. You could go over on your ankle quite badly on those, couldn't you? Turn your ankle. turn. So I'm totally embracing New Year this year, Bush. Are you having a fancy dress party? Uh, there'll be a few of us. There'll be about 20 of us. That's pretty good. I need to tell them it's fancy dress, actually. Oh, yeah, otherwise it'll be you walking around like a sci-fi character. No, some... I've done that awful self-centred thing. I've got a really good outfit together. <laughs> so, actually, I don't really care what anyone else is going to be dressed as. <laughs> what are you doing, Bush? I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do anything. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> He's done it again. Uh, the I don't, strikes again. I'm not bothered by New Year now. This is it. That's what Look, I'm saying. You are one of the most popular men I know. Oh, you've that's got, very kind of you to You've say. got loads of mates. People love you. 
you should be at some enormo party with 500 people singing your praises. What the heck is going on? That's lovely of you to say, but I have got more grouchy in my old age and that's what I wish I could turn back time and be more, let's get on a bus and go into the town centre and stand by the clock tower. Do it. But What's I can't, stopping you? I just, I, I, first of all, I need to know I'm getting home if I'm going out Pre-book these days. a cab? Can't get a cab for love nor money on New Year's Eve, Mel, sometimes. Mm, and Second, they do charge a lot. They do charge a lot. times. And then, secondly, queuing for a long time to get a beer. I don't, I don't even want to hear any more of this. I can't bear it anymore. Oh, my pod, it's time for the podcast. Oh, my giddy pod. <laughs> right then, so let's see who's been asking a questionnaire then. Wrapped up. Slightly delirious pair of us here. I know, it's New Year's Eve and we're all feeling a bit sort of... What are we feeling? It's that funny mixture of kind of slightly, oh, we haven't been at work for a while, it's yeah. kind of a bit rusty, and also quite excitable and a bit adrenalised. Yeah, and a bit like sugar-rushed for eating too much stuff. Also, I couldn't really remember how to log on to the computer when we got in today as well, so, oh, you know, you God, can't remember yeah, stuff. Yeah. I've got to go on a diet, Bush, can I just say? You don't need to go on a diet. I do, mate. I overdid it. I, I've overdone it. You haven't overdone no, it. I've it's overdone fine. It. I've overdone it. I need to go on a diet. You're, you're one for a little diet fad, aren't Oof, you, mate? I love a diet. What's your latest diet fad? What are you going to go for? I'd quite like to go for something really, really weird and out there, uh, like a sort of crystals. <laughs> crystals? Licking a crystal and then eating, you know, some sort of juice. Yeah. Producer Louise believes in crystals and stuff like that. I know. She loves all that stuff. I know. Yeah. She likes a, a juice. She's a producer. Oh. Just a little taste of what we've got planned for you guys for 2018. Now, here's the question. Is it acceptable to watch a whole series of 12 one-hour-long episodes in one day? Of course it is. It's fine to binge. Well, it depends what it is. What would you choose if you had to watch 12 one-hour episodes of something? It would be murder documentaries. Murderer documentaries non-stop. Don't you like that kind of stuff, Mel? It just fits in with not giving your fiancé a Christmas present (laughs) and chucking your Christmas tree on Boxing Day. Oh, Bush. What would you watch then? What would you... I'd watch something like Glee. (laughs) Really upbeat, full of music and happy people. Yeah, but don't you want sometimes the darker side of things, Mel? Well, I guess that's good. We are... We're light and shade, aren't we? We are. Which is good. Yin and yang. Which is very good. I tell you what I've never watched and is still tantalising me on my shelf is The Wire. I watched the first three series of that. Is it great? It's really, really good, but it's very difficult to understand what they're saying. Yeah, is there is there subtitling? Yes, my mum and dad watch it, and they watch it with the subtitles on, because they can't understand what uh, the thick American accents is, the, the why, Baltimore accent. Why is, why is that so hard to understand? Because it's me, a real thick a, accent. Give me, a, give me a blast. Why, yeah, Jimmy's come down, he's got the wire on, I have no idea what's going on here. I, t- I understood every word of that, Bush. Yeah, okay, well, maybe you'll be absolutely fine with it. You can speak Baltimoreese. <laughs> Melgy on magic. It is time for Tell Mel. You know what that means. Put aside all soft things. Put aside your feathery duvets. It's time for starchiness, tweediness, and essentially very, very no-nonsense advice. You can ask me anything. Hey, Mel, it's Laura. I know everyone goes out to celebrate New Year, but it's okay just to stay in and have an early night. I can't be bothered. Laura, no, it is very much the opposite. It is the opposite opposite of okay. What I suggest you do, Laura, is go and find a fancy dress outfit. Something really, really complicated. I don't know. Maybe something like, hmm, olive oil from uh, Popeye, the Popeye franchise. Something really difficult to pull off. And really, really go out there till at least four in the morning in your olive oil outfit. Next. Hi, Mel. James here. My auntie bought me this awful but expensive shirt for Christmas. Would it be wrong to put it straight on eBay? 
I would put it into the local charity shop where she lives. Make sure it's right on the mannequin in the window of your aunt's hometown or village. And then every time she goes past, she'll see it and feel slightly annoyed with you. Hmm, next. Hi, Mel, it's Frankie. I've always felt that celery is a total waste of time. In fact, I'd actually be happy to do away with it altogether. What are your thoughts on this? I think you're Frankie Bridge from the Saturdays. You sound very, very like her. I went on tour with you on the Strictly Come Dancing tour when I hosted and you danced. I know you, Frankie Bridge. I know you. You're just trying to you're just trying to worm your way into the tell mel. I'm not gonna tell you anything, Frankie Bridge. You're a very nice person and a good dancer, but I'm not gonna give you any advice at all. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our scrumptious podcast. Hear more scrumdiddly umptious larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Show. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. <laughs> 